Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. There are eight planets in the solar system, and Neptune is the farthest from the sun. Yet it still releases more heat than Uranus, planet number seven. Four times wider than Earth, Uranus is also about 14.5 times as massive as the world we live on. After Jupiter and Saturn, it's the third biggest planet in the sun's orbit. Scientists have coined an appropriate term for the large chilly bodies like Uranus, ice giants. Neptune falls into the same category, but Uranus is quite an odd duck compared to its neighboring planet. For starters, Uranus spins on an extreme tilt, resulting in some truly wild seasons around the poles. Even the ice giant's name is a bit peculiar, and not just because it makes school kids chuckle. Okay, let's not kid ourselves. You're never too old to enjoy a good Uranus joke. Headline writers certainly don't think so. If article titles like uh, NASA wants to probe Uranus in search of gas and Uranus smells like farts are any indication. These jokes, if you're not getting them, hinge on the spelling of Uranus, uh, U-R-A-N-U-S, allowing for an English-speaking mispronunciation as your anus, uh, meaning rectum. Uh, We're classy. Puns aside, Uranus represents a break with nomenclatural tradition. Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, and Neptune all took their names from Roman gods or deities. However, Uranus, uniquely, was named after a Greek god. In the religion of ancient Greece, Uranus was revered as the primordial god of the sky. He had a son named Kronos and a perhaps more famous grandson known as Zeus. Those two figures were later conflated with two Roman deities, Saturn and Jupiter. Though the planet Uranus was discovered by astronomer William Herschel on March 13th of 1781, he didn't give it the name we use today. A loyal Briton, Herschel wanted to call this faraway world Georgium Cetus, or George's Star, in honor of King George III. But by nature, that name was politically charged. To avoid alienating non-British stargazers, German astronomer Johann Ehlert Buda suggested calling the planet Uranus in 1783. Eventually, his alternative moniker won out. But back to that axial tilt. Uh, Planets rotate around an axis, which is the imaginary line connecting their northern and southern poles, and they simultaneously orbit on an imaginary plane around the sun. Now, Earth has an axial tilt of 23.5 degrees. This means there's a 23.5 degree angle between Earth's axis and its plane of orbit around the sun. Without the tilt, our home world wouldn't have seasons, or possibly life. Uranus is skewed too, but to a much greater extent. In relation to its orbital plane, the ice giant's axis has been tilted at a jaw-dropping 97.7 degree angle. Next to Saturn and Neptune, Uranus looks like it's lying on its side. So what's up with the weird orientation? A computer simulation published in 2018 suggests Uranus was hit by a huge protoplanet around 4 billion years ago. Then again, there may have been multiple impacts, or a long-gone circumplanetary disk could have played a role. However it happened, the tilt subjects both poles to long, dark winters and long, bright summers. On Uranus, one orbit around the sun, or one year, lasts for roughly 84 Earth years. Each pole is aimed almost directly at the sun for about 21 straight Earth years during its summer season. Meanwhile, the other pole faces the opposite direction, enduring a long, dark winter. Despite the extreme tilt, Uranus is warmer at the equator than it is at either pole. 
nobody knows why, and this isn't the planet's only mystery. Jupiter, Saturn, and Neptune all radiate more than twice as much heat as they receive from the Sun. Yet Uranus's heat output is significantly lower. This disparity has long baffled planetary scientists. As we already mentioned, Uranus and Neptune are both ice giants. Planets of this sort have rocky cores covered by mantles rich in an icy, half-frozen slush of ammonia, methane, and water. Next up, there's the atmosphere, whose outer level is full of hydrogen, helium, and even more methane. Researchers have found that Uranus's atmospheric clouds contain hydrogen sulfide, a compound responsible for the rotten egg stench we all know and hate. So yes, Uranus literally stinks. To boot, the densest part of its atmosphere sees brutal temperatures of negative 243 to negative 370 degrees Fahrenheit. That's a negative 153 to negative 218 degrees Celsius. That's a hardly a welcoming environment for any future astronauts. But at least the color scheme would be familiar. Earth isn't the only blue planet in the solar system. Methane absorbs red light, giving Uranus and Neptune deep blue complexions. Of the two worlds, Uranus looks slightly greener. Since 1977, we've known that Uranus has a ring system around its equator. To date, astronomers have counted 13 rings encircling the planet. The structures are relatively dim and lack the fine particles observed in other ring systems like Saturn's. Each one is composed of debris chunks that are golf ball-sized at minimum. For some reason, smaller material gets exiled into space between these rings. Uranus also has 27 known moons, 25 of which were named after Shakespeare characters like Ophelia, Juliet, Desdemona, Puck, and Miranda, whose namesake appears in The Tempest. Geologically complex, Miranda contains the single tallest cliff known to humankind— Dubbed Verona Rupes, it has an estimated height of 12.4 miles, that's 20 kilometers, meaning that if you happened to be walking along its peak and you happened to fall off, you would plummet for 12 minutes straight before hitting the ground. Other satellites of note include Sycorax and Caliban. While most of Uranus's moons spin in the same direction as the planet does, these two revolve the other way. Scientists think they were once independent objects that the ice giant's gravity ensnared. By the way, Caliban is another Tempest character, and Sycorax was said to be his mother. From its weird rings to its puzzling climate, Uranus has found plenty of ways to surprise us. Only time will tell what further mysteries the planet holds. Until then, although it's very dim, Uranus is visible to the naked eye on some dark, clear nights, if you have sharp vision. If not so much, it's easily visible with binoculars or a telescope. Today's episode was written by Mark Mancini and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Listener.